Coming up on the Get Loud podcast, we're going to talk former players who should be Hall of Famers. Oh, yes, and some that shouldn't. We're going to talk vacation. Ooh, winning wrong. And you've got a cave to talk about. Uh, yes, I do. The largest one in the world. How you doing, guys? It is the Get Loud Podcast it with Jinx and Smoot, presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. Yes. We're not going to focus too much on, on that the weekend. Let's fish. look ahead. Uh-uh. Let's look ahead. You know what I want to ask you? Yeah. Our producer, Anna, does a great job. She's yeah. filming us right now. She does yeah. it all. Yeah. And she was saying she's grateful for where she is, but she, she's tired right now. She's yeah, yeah. grinding. Yeah. But you said it doesn't matter. You're young. You're young. You got all that stuff. Right. You should be good. Now, us old men. That's what I was going to say. Now, see, that's the bouncing. See, I don't think it's the, the act of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's the bouncing back we cannot yes. do. Because when I was in my 20s, I can go 24 hours. I don't need no sleep. Not jinx. If I don't get my sleep, I ain't the same person. I, you, this is when you know you old. When mm-hmm. you got a book beside your bed. Yep. You old. <laughs> you have made it to the <laughs> point where it's, it's, it's something wrong. You, you, you there. You have toned all mm-hmm. the way down, man. Did you ever have a point, a memory where you kind of looked in the mirror, you woke up one morning, and you were like, man, I'm not nearly as young as I used I'm to be. I'm not. You know what? Trip to Vegas, woke up, and you know, the thing about it was, I went to sleep mm-hmm. on a Friday night. I woke up, it was Sunday night. So I was clinically dead. Oh my God. For two days, Jinx. <laughs> clinically dead. And when I woke up, I looked in the mirror, and my left eye just went open, and my right eye was open. So I knew then, I like, I'm either half dead or a half awake. Oh my God. I am not the so- soldier, because I was built for it. Right. You understand? Oh, I know. Built for it, but not anymore, brother. I I'd rather just make me a good, give me a good glass of wine mm-hmm. and sit in my living room. That's when you know you're mm-hmm. homebody. Yeah. When you like, yeah, I, I like to drink at home. I bet you have some crazy Vegas stories. I, I really do. This is the great thing about Vegas, though, Jinx. Mm-hmm. I don't remember most of it. <laughs> That's the best part about Vegas. And by the way, New Orleans is very underrated because they 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 compare Vegas mm-hmm. to New Orleans. New Orleans is a cheaper. More cultural, yes. better food version than Vegas. Yes, I'm sorry. Vegas is basically one street. Yes, All right, that, that's it. Strip. That, that's it. Now I do want to go see the spear. I that's do, supposed to be awesome. Oh, I want to go see the spear. That's the type of stuff. I, they finna build like two more. I think they finna build one in London. I think they finna build one in Dubai. I want to go see the spear, and I want to go see a, a light show in there. Cause they have a big light oh, show yeah. in there. Yeah, I want to do it. My best Vegas, well, I got a few Vegas stories. I've been to Vegas, Vegas 16, 17 times, I think. It's been a uh, while. I've been uh, 20, 22 oh times. Oh, my God. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just a scavenger. Just trying, to, <laughs> just trying to live life, bro. I did sit at a blackjack switch table. Not regular blackjack. Yeah. Blackjack switch. Yeah. I sat at a table for 26 straight hours. Mm. Did you have a colostomy bag on? I mean, how is that even possible? And what was so awesome is about four in the morning, I was the only person there in Bellagio, and I kept because I was winning, and the waitress would come around, and it got to the point where she wouldn't even stop at the table. She'd be walking out. I'd look at her, nod, and yeah. she would nod, and just go get me a drink and bring it right back around. Yeah. i give her a chip. That went on forever. I, won, I always wondered this because I'm more of a craps guy. I like to play the crap Oh, you table. do love crap. Because it's, it's, I can talk trash. It's a momentum game. Mm-hmm. And when you start to hit, like, the crowd, because you're winning everybody's money. Yep. I'm, I was built to be that guy. So I love the crap tables. I can't sit there all day. You either win quick, you lose quick. Whatever going to happen, going to happen. Yep. I've never understood people that sit at the blackjack table 
Because I know, like, D Hall would sit at the blackjack table for like 20 hours. Oh. I was like, what? How could you be so committed? I love it. To one thing. Come on, man. I, I got to move around and see Vegas. Do you ever go to any shows? Yes. Oh, the last show I went to, huge mistake. <laughs> Who was it? My ex wife dragged me to Britney Spears. Ugh. Buddy, it was terrible. <laughs> I thought she lip synced everything right. And I thought, okay, at right. least, at least she'll sing one song. Yeah. One song. She sung none. She turned on a microphone, I swear to God. And I was like, here we go. It's all. And she goes, hey, Vegas. Everybody cheers. And she's like, is everybody having a good time? <sighs> yeah. Turns it off, starts lip syncing again. That was it. Yeah. Uh, well, Britney Spears is from Mississippi, so I got to take up for Britney. Right? I got to take up for Britney. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to take up for the Spears family. Can't let you do them like that. Now, most of them lip sync. Now, I went to a Prince concert. Oh. Now, ain't nothing like watching him go across that stage. Like, mm-hmm. Entertainer, like we're we we basically in the last breath of entertainers. Meaning That's true. People that actually, the Beyonces of the world, yeah. get up there and really put on the show. Yeah. The ushers of the world, the Chris Brown, the dancers. Mm-hmm. Dancing is dead. That's a good point. Dancing is dead. Like, look at the top singers now. They literally sing, they rap, and they just get up there, and they do it. And that's it. And they leave. No more entertainers. No Sammy Davis Juniors. No Frank Sinatras. No, where are the entertainers at? See, we the last of a dying breed, brother. I saw Prince in Dallas in like. You know I lived in Minneapolis too, right? Oh, that's right. Everybody, the whole, like, everything there purple. I mean, it's all Prince. And everybody looked like Prince that lives in Minneapolis. (laughs) It's just one of those things, man. Listen to me. And Prince was like that tall. He's tiny. He was tiny. Then he'll come in there with like seven inch heels on. That was Ira. Just remember at the end, obviously he's playing Purple Rain. Yeah, and he he extends it and it's purple, and he's just sitting in the middle of the stage. Yeah, just riffing on a guitar, and you knew you were watching something special. That Super Bowl, you remember the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl was incredible, and it started raining. Oh my God! I was like, Jesus, love football. (laughs) I say, Jesus, he love football. He love Prince. He love both of them. I like. Did Prince just make it start raining? Because it was not just raining <laughs> three minutes ago. What just happened? What am I witnessing? We got more. No more of these guys. It's over with. No yep. more of them guys. So since we're talking about older guys, yeah. let's uh, talk about some Hall of Famers. Ooh, okay? Yeah. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Mm. I got London Fletcher as a semifinalist. Congratulations about Congratulations, time. yes. The question is, what took you so long? Look at it for what it is. Stole Convex. Mm-hmm. His numbers compare to Ray Lewis. Do you hear me? His, the fact that he never missed a game outdid Ray Lewis. Yep. In some categories, better stats than Ray Lewis. So if I'm compared to the GOAT of the position, mm-hmm. they're just like them saying, Fred Smooth, your numbers compare to Deion Sanders. Well, why ain't that in the, in the, right. in the Hall of Fame? What, what are you saying? So I don't understand that one. By the way, I got to give my other guy some love. Brian Mitchell. Brian Mitchell has as many yards as Devin Hester and whoever else you want to put. Second most all-purpose in NFL history. It amounts to 19 miles of running. All right? What are you waiting on? Like, you know what? Out of sight, out of mind. The new shiny toy. That's what they like. All right, that's why the new guys get in, and then you still got guys that deserve it. Joe Jacoby. All Absolutely. Right? 
one of the hogs. How could he not be in the Hall of Fame? You're starting to make me think it's the Hall of Good. Because right? <laughs> I see a lot of good yeah. in there. But a lot of great sitting on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. Get these three guys there, Bus. And by the way, fan base, we can affect that. Right? We can affect it. Remember when these guys played. Remember that era. Right? If you want that era to be remembered, we got three guys from that era that represents that era right. that we need to have represent Washington right? with, with bust right? Yes. right in there. Right in there. Three guys that should be in there, most definitely. I want to ask you this when it comes to London in particular because you yeah. made a great comparison to Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. We all know when Ray played, he was loud. Salesman. Yes, and that's my point, yeah. is that London was a guy who was a lunch pail guy. I'm going to do my I'm going to do my job. And I'm that, not going to dance before the game. I'm going to do my job. And that hurts some of my teammates. Uh, Tanner, Santana, same way. Mm-hmm. Ain't all about all the talking and stuff. But get what? Chad Johnson over there selling himself. All uh, right, you know. So, uh, London, uh, Ray Lewis got the signature dance. Yes. All right, Ray Lewis get up after every tackle let you know he got that tackle. So, it starts to pop off the screen mm-hmm. instead of a guy to just go tackle. Go, tackle, go, tackle. Mm-hmm. Now you look at the stat book and London got 20 tackles. Nobody reporting about it. And let's be honest, it had a lot to do with playoff success. That's true. Right? Don't forget London. Fletcher got a ring. Brian Mitchell got a ring. Jacoby got a ring. So if that's the criteria, they got they, it. Check. All right. Uh, leader of stats. Where do you rank it? Well, pretty much second, both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Check. We just ain't the hot commodity. So we ain't the Dallas Cowboys. It's one of those things where London ain't that type of guy, and I hope guys like him get they just do because they don't rattle the cage. They just take it how it come. And maybe he need guys like – maybe I need to open my mouth and start selling them more. <laughs> right. Since he don't want to sell himself, so that's what I will do. And that's why I was urging the fans, two-thirds of the vote is yours. Come on, DMV. Mm-hmm. Let's speak up for London for these three players. At least speak up for these people. You know, a player always fascinates me, and I, he will be a Hall of Fame. He has to be. But a guy is Frank Gore. Just be- the longevity like, alone. And don't and look how he started his career with two tour ACLs. It's crazy. Uh, and do you remember this backfield? Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, Clint Portis, Najee Davenport. God bless. All right, this was that where they played. And then when they was playing, they was like, man, it's, it's Frank. Though. Frank is the dude. What is he second or third all time? Listen, Frank played so long. The flow model TV had his first game. The flat screen had his last game. <laughs> right. Right. Frank just played, and you was gonna get whatever. And see, Frank, one of those cusp guys. Right. Where you like hell of a player. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Like they go to question. Then you look down. How can you deny what he's done? But then there's somebody that done two inches more. So there go the thing. Like, Kevin Williams, Big Pat Williams, my D tackles mm-hmm. for Minnesota, sensational players. They not getting the Aaron Donald love because right. they lunch pail guys. Mm-hmm. I just did their jobs, so it's all these guys that just right there. Mm-hmm. I but then they'll be like, ah, oh, but they missing some. People say that by Santana. Santana got good numbers, yeah. But then they'll be like, where the playoffs? What what the Super Bowl? Yeah. So it's it's guys out there that had a great career. Like, Chad is a dude that had a great career. I don't know if he gets in. I think Steve Smith gets in. He should. I think Steve Smith gets in. And these are my classmates. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Reggie Rain. 
LaDainian Thomas, my classmate, already in there. Then you got the Michael Vicks of the world. Like, then you got the Drew Breezy. This, this is all one class. Yeah. Speak Steve Hutchinson. Like, we had a class of classes, and my guys are starting to get cherry-picked to go. But then I say, man, but what's his name? Mm-hmm. He, he, was getting, he was getting it on, yeah. too. But there it go. Is it the Hall of, of, of Great? Or is it the Hall of Good? Some people got to get left out. Yeah, that's true. And, and that go the bad part about it. Everybody can't have that bus. And that's why I wonder with a guy like Jacoby, do they want that true Hall of Fame or do they want the, the one pick they do every year for the senior citizen? Right. Like, I wonder how they feel about that. Yeah. Like, you only putting me in there because I'm 93 years old. Right. Like and then you, it's like, I should have been in there for 30 years. 30 but okay. years. Like, come on, man. Like, I always say, get these guys their flowers. Lots of money come with that Hall of Fame jacket. And all I'm saying is, I ain't calling no names, but it's a lot of dudes in the last five years that pretty much got in. That, uh, I think it's all popularity contest because they was a part of the digital world. I agree. And when you're a part of the digital world, your reach is longer right. than the guys that had to use pay phones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well. Also, if if you're not someone who knows the Commanders Redskins franchise, yeah, and you're a younger person, you probably don't know who Joe Jacoby is, mm-hmm. but you should. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and offensive lineman ain't popular no yeah, way. That's true. So that's the fight with with Jacoby. But you would think a returner you like think, Mitch, yeah, you would think he would have a little bit more of a a, a say to getting in there because yeah. who's been the greatest returners? Last two decades, uh, Dante Hall, Dante Hall, Hester, Devin Hester. Uh, so it's guys out there. His numbers beat them all. Yeah, no doubt. Let's pay some bills. All right, and let's feel the power of the CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks, like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever, or experience the thrilling and fun-to-drive performance of the Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. ASAP. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And let's not forget about Recycle Track Systems transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power of AI with premium Customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. greener. Mm -hmm. Visit RTS.com to learn more about how they can help your business manage waste more responsibly. You know what? When you you said greener right there, it made me think... Of the the largest cave in the world uh, world that I just You were just showing me this. Listen, which... Anna, I don't think it even exists. Anna said, she called you, she said BS. But it does. You showed me. Yes, it's in Vietnam. And it, I told her it has its own atmosphere, it has its own lakes, it has its own vegetation. It's like no cave you've ever seen before. The cave is so big mm-hmm. that you can put Manhattan in there. And you can fit the buildings inside of this cave. They just found it in 1994. Right, so we ain't even explored this cave like this. We don't even know how big it is right now. All right, so all I'm saying is Jeopardy. Thank you, Alice Trebek, for your years of molding me. <laughs> well, you're trying to set up. You're trying to set up a competition, a Jeopardy-like competition here at the park. Yes, between uh, the old heads a little bit. Yeah, like oh, like, we, yeah, Gen X and Millennials. That's what it is. Yeah, Gen X gets the Millennials. 
intelligence, no sports. Right. All right. And I think we just old heads. We've been around enough to consume so much useless information. All right. So when when, when we get into this contest, mm-hmm. we are going to be better. We'll be quicker to the draw. We'll understand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All right. Now they still got that knowledge still warm in their head from college. You know how it is. <laughs> yes. The farther you away from it, it fades. It, it fades. Not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm in my prime. I'm in my, listen, <laughs> the one thing I like to do is soak up useless information. You know what, though? I will give you full credit, though. You have a very curious mind. <laughs> and you you, you say some things that sound crazy, but then I'll research and I'm like, he's not kidding. Oh, yeah. Listen, in it, when I was in school, besides talking too much, my teacher thought I was like the best student they had. I bet. I used to come in. It don't take me three minutes to do my work. I'm good. I'm good. I'm there. Like yeah. the one thing to be a great talker, you, I think you got to be a great person that absorbs information yes. to spew it back out. Mm-hmm. And once you come to a area like the DMV and, and meet very intelligent, interesting people, it start to broaden your horizon. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget, I'm my only child. So when you're an only yep. child, you ain't got nothing else to do but reach and try to consume True. things. So that's why I think my mind became so curious, and I like to travel. I like to travel all around the world. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I, I like to go to places. I like old places. Like, Rome is one of my favorites. Well, there's a lot of history. History. Because I, I, th- I think people be shocked at what Because we, we think highly of ourselves. Not that we got touch screens. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we flying drones and we flying planes everywhere. Come on, man. The stuff that they was doing in Rome. The stuff With that no they technology. Built, the Colosseum. To be so exact, the pyramids, mm-hmm. like, I think we should stop down their intelligence, all right? Because they found ways to get things done that we can't replicate, mm-hmm. like things that we cannot replicate to this day. So, hey, that's why I love history. All right, well, let me let me ask what you think about this college football playoff. Mm. A lot of debate over the past few days as to whether Florida State should have been yeah. let in or kept out. What do you think? Well, we understand why. If anybody watched Florida State Louisville, mm-hmm. you know why they didn't get in. They on their third screen quarterback right now. Yeah. Do we want TCU repeat again? They don't want that. Mm-hmm. So they said we're going to take the lesser of two evils. The whole conversation, I think, really was around Georgia and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Do we take one or do we take two? Georgia been number one the entire season. One game. Yep. And they out of the playoff picture. Ups come Alabama. Of course, Texas, I see you ain't feeling good about feeling that. Feeling real good, baby. <laughs> uh, 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 hey, hey. Then you got Washington. In there. Washington's no joke. Like, so, I think people going to say we got SEC bias mm-hmm. because it ain't never been a playoff championship without an SEC team. No, it ain't playoff bias. Right. You could watch the SEC and tell it's a higher level. Think about this. The Big Ten comes down to one game every year. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. All right. The Big 12, basically Oklahoma, Texas. Yep. The SEC could be anything. The SEC could be anything. Let me ask you this. Let me play devil's advocate here because I think the case for Florida State is this. First of all, even with Jordan Travis out, they Mm. dominated their final two games. Yep. And Florida State, like every other college football team, 
isn't just a quarterback. It is a team. And here's what I think here's what the committee did where they shifted gears because they've said before, we put in the most deserving teams, not necessarily the best, which is why Cincinnati's gotten in before, which is why TCU got in last year. Both went bad. And both went bad. All right. So they decided, they set that precedent, yeah. and then this year they yeah. turned it on its head and said, no, we don't want another blowout. Thank you. Potentially, so we're going to switch it up and go with the best teams. And and everyone's saying, you got away from what you've been doing. Yeah, guess what? If you go to a restaurant that got away from their ingredients because they want to upgrade the ingredients, you wouldn't be mad. <laughs> Right? If if they said, you know what, we used to serve regular Longhorn cow, now we serve Wagyu, you not mad. But if isn't FSU with a second-string quarterback, because he's going to be ready by the bowl game, yeah. with one of the best defenses in the country, aren't they, in theory, a level above a TCU and a Cincinnati? Uh, they are a level above them, but they're also below the, the people that we picked. Yeah. Like, there's no way they could beat Alabama right now. There's no way they could beat Michigan right now. Sometimes... That's why my grandma always say this. If common sense was common, this would be a better world. Yeah. I I think for the first time, these flawed people mm-hmm. in CAA said, you know what? Let's just put these teams in here. Mm-hmm. We can't be worried about them. Somebody feeling is going to be hurt every year. If this was an eight team and Florida State got in there, I don't think they last one round. Really? I don't think they last one round. All right? And – I, I think they looked at it for what it really is, and I think they was honest with themselves, and they said, we cannot do this. We cannot put this team in here and have happen what just happened the last two, three, four years. All right? I'm with them. I thought the hardest hardest thing they had to really figure out was do you kick Georgia out? Yeah. How far does Georgia fall? Like, that was the thing right there. When I seen them lose, I was like, ooh, chaos in the bottle. Next game, chaos in the bottle. Now they got to really figure this out. It didn't fall the way you wanted it to fall. Yeah. So now, who the popular vote? Texas, you do want that, you want that fan base yeah. there. Michigan, you want that fan base there. I hate to say it, the Pac-12, the last year of it, the yeah. Pac-2, it was some teams playing some ball out there this year. Yeah, they were the best conference. Maybe the best conference. They, they played they some great. ball. Out there. So, I just think, at the end of the day, everybody can be value Victoria, right? Even though everybody got good grades. Okay. We got to choose one. And Florida State happened not to be that sweetheart. Now, here goes the real question, mm-hmm. Jinx. If Florida State was undefeated and Dion was their coach, do they get in? I'll t- <laughs> Maybe. Yes, they get in. Maybe, yeah. We're the fifth screen quarterback. They're going to influence. But did you see Dion? They interviewed Dion about this. Yeah. And you know he's tight with Saban. Yeah, most definitely. So they asked him about Florida State, and he actually said, well, it's disappointing, but mm-hmm. Nick Saban is the greatest. He actually kind of sided a little bit with Saban. Why not? They do Aflac commercials together. Hey, listen, yeah. Prime is all about that money. If I'm on here talking to a – a buffalo and a and a duck with you, we making money. <laughs> One thing I can say about Saban, for his age, he understands being accessible. Yes, being have some entertainment factor, and prime time just a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. So no, it works. These guys know how to do that. They know how to agitate enough to generate attention at I, our time. I gotta have your advice here. Yeah, because I was on vacation, my girlfriends family in South yeah. Carolina, yeah. and I pulled Catherine, the lovely Catherine, in the bar. Yeah. After we were doing some Christmas yeah. stuff in the morning, yeah. and I said, I got to watch this selection show. Yeah. As soon as I saw Texas got on my phone, and I said, you know what? 
Sugar Bowl Let's bow. go. Yes. Let's do New Orleans on New Year's Eve. Ooh. Let's hit the Sugar Bowl. And it's pricey. But within 15 minutes, yeah. we had a trip booked. Yeah. I think that you're probably you're probably more spontaneous than me. That, that's am. rare for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for you, I would imagine you do stuff like this all I the time. I drop on a dime. I'm gone. Like, you give me you give me 72 free hours, I could be anywhere. Like, I've always been that person and living here. Really kind of cultivated that with the Amtrak system we got here. You can mm-hmm. just get on train. The train travel is my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's so relaxing. I'm talking about kicking your feedback. Pull me up a double. That's what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good scenery. Like, not in a rush. Like, you know, playing. Like, going into the airport kind of give you anxiety. You got to meet time yeah. schedules, time slot. I do this. No. You walk right into Union Station. Hop right on the train. Oh, I love the train. Before, before I know when I'm in Philadelphia eating cheese steak, you know what I'm saying? If I want to get on the train that next day and just keep on going to New York, you know, I get out, the Knicks playing. Oh, I love you know, that. You know what I'm saying? So travel is out, and I'm my only child, so I'm willing to go places by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have to, they need a, a, a travel companion. I can go solo. No, I can go solo. Yeah. I've been wrong by myself. Like, I can go anywhere solo. So that plus curiosity I end oh, up yeah. in some strange places, chicks. <laughs> Before we go to the next segment, yeah, you're a New Orleans guy. Yeah, this I is am. This is my third trip, but but you're you're from Mississippi, so you yes. know it much better than I do. So yeah. tell me something to do or someplace to go. All right, let's start with Eden. Yes, you need to go to Acme. Okay. All right, it's right there on Bourbon. Time you get on Bourbon, it's gonna be the first right you can meet. It's two spots right here, okay? All right? They right beside each other. You go to one the first day, that's Acme. You go to the next one the next day. Now, char grill oysters is one of my favorite. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, with the butter on it. Oh, oh, so good. Then they put crab meat on it. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, sir. So eating is what you got to do. Another restaurant, and there's probably be a line at this restaurant. It's called Mother's. Okay. All right. I've heard of Mother's. Yeah, going to be. You're going to have to wait at least 20 people. They okay. let people in there like two at a time. They tell okay. you what type place it is. All right. Then, you got you like gators? Yeah. The gator bites. You got to do gator, gator bites. Gator bites? Right? I haven't had gator bites. You got to do gator bites, brother. You got to understand, <laughs> when in Rome, you got to go roaming. All right. Now, also, off of the beaten path, okay, go to Lake Pontchartrain. Get on a swamp boat. boat. Take your girl. Okay. If you really want some points, take your girl on the swamp boat. Okay. Now you get to just relax, go through the swamp, and it's going to be animals that you like. Yeah. I never thought that animal lives in the swamp. Yeah. Like you're going to pull up, and it's going to be like 20 pigs just in the water, in the mud. You're like, really? Pigs live in swamps? Yes. That's their natural habitat. Like mud. That's what they want to be at. They eat stuff out the water. They eat stuff on the land. They eat everything. So, And it's going to be good and relaxing, brother. Yeah. So take in New Orleans. And then the music. You got to go to the jazz bars. And then you got to realize this too, Jinx. This is what I really love about New Orleans. Every drink is three for one. You order one hurricane, you get three. I will crush some hurricanes. Now, you order one Bud Light, you get three. And you know what I also know? Yeah. Casino right there. Because, oh, right there on the wall. Right there. So if you're willing to give away some more shillings, right, <laughs> you can also do that also. So that's why I say, to me, New Orleans got one step over Vegas. Yeah. Off of food, culture, everything. There's just more to it. And it's a mystique. Yeah. To it. It's where fresh water meets salt water with the Mississippi River. 
in the Gulf Coast of Mexico. It's where French culture influenced the United States. Mm-hmm. It's where it, it has its own blend of everything. Dangerous, yet intriguing. <laughs> it can't be dangerous. <laughs> oh, when, it, when, it get, when it gets late in New Orleans, you better watch out. Who that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's pay some bills here. All right, most definitely pay these bills. <laughs> The Get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, the official sport betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet365 app. Craft your own personalized bet slips with parlay. Access thousands of games with live streaming. Place your bet before the match or during the game. It's up to you. Download Bet365 app today. Join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only, must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Mm. NWAA, we don't travel to escape life. We travel so life don't escape us. That's what we were just talking about, yep. right? We dream of places anywhere in the world in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you have to do is decide where to. Dulles International Airport, let your imagination soar. Book your adventures today at flydollars.com slash nonstop. Mm, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we were just talking about traveling, man. What's the, how, how can I say this? Because every place has something. Yeah. What's the most intriguing, beautiful place you've been? Because I think Monaco for me. Oh, damn. Monaco was just, I was blown away. Yeah. Beach meets mountains meets just royalty. Yeah. King House was just on top of this mountain, and he just, he looking down on us like Thor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, then it's just money everywhere, just yachts. Oh, you yeah. Know, and then, see, I was there when they was racing the uh, Formula One cars through, you know, when yeah, they yeah. shut down Monaco yeah, yeah. to do it. So I'm there with all the big spinners. I'm the brokest person in Monaco at this time. <laughs> and it just was so sexy. I stayed in the hotel. They filmed uh, James Bond at. Oh, really? Oh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, I stayed for like a week. Very gorgeous. It's a must-see. It's a wow. must-see. Just to walk through it, just to be there, the culture of it. Oh, yeah. And like I said, it's just, I think it's the getaway for, like, billionaires and villains. It sounds that no, way. Yeah, that's why. Hey, listen, I don't know if Destro with that. Just villains. Because you have Everything. to have it. Stacks on stacks. Stacks on stacks. Yes. I ordered a pizza there in the hotel, and it was like $60. God. I was like, is the cheese gold? This (laughs) is how much it go for. The European currency. So I was like, you know what? This is my type spot, right? So I'm going back there. I suggest take a trip. What about you? Most interesting city. Well, I went to Lake Tahoe, and I was sort of, I was mesmerized by the, the mountains and the water, and there was so much money there. But the city that I was really fascinated with the most was Vancouver was so interesting to me. Canada. Yes. Ooh. I was kind of blown. The architecture was different than anything yeah. I'd ever seen. It was yeah. right there on the water. Yeah. Then you could take a small plane and go out to the islands. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just, and it was it was clean, but the culture, and the food was, I love seafood. Who, I, 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 listen, who don't love I seafood? I mean, you know, and it was just as fresh as it gets. And so I was, I didn't know what to expect, but it was just a little bit different. It was unique in a way that I hadn't experienced yeah. before. Yeah, similar to like with Venice. Yes. Venice is unique. And I love Amsterdam, too, because they're kind of water cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I love being by the water. Well, and, and see, hell, if your streets are your water, this, yeah. this, this is what it is in Venice and Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam because I love older places that people like. 
from the 1800s have walked on the street. That's why I was yeah. intrigued with D.C. when I first got here, the history of it. Don't you realize Ben Franklin used to hang out on U Street? <laughs> right. like, 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 so it always caught my attention. That, and so when I go to these places, I always be like, man, come on, man. This used to be a village mm -hmm. in, like, the 1700s, stuff like that. So just those cities intrigue me. So that's what's something that's intriguing to us. What's something you're over? We were thinking about a segment yeah. or something we could play with here. Like, what's, like, I'm over. What's something that you're over, you're tired of hearing about? It could be anything. Travis Kelsey. You want to bring his girl name? Uh, I'm not even going to say it. Huh? I won't even say it. I'm tired of him. Okay, y'all together. I'm happy for you. Mm -hmm. All right? I'm just hoping she don't write that track, that new song. All right? It's coming. Do I want them to make it? Yes. But am I tired? I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. It's time to time for a new hot couple. Like, don't we go through this every 30 days? <laughs> like, it has to be. Who is Kim Kardashian Day? Like, right. it has to be a new hot couple. Please. I am over it. What about you? You know, I'm over. I watch a lot of Netflix, a lot of streaming, and I am tired of, I feel like they, they want to keep you streaming as much as possible, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So they take subjects. That could probably be an hour and a half, two hour documentary. Oh, and they stretch it out. They stretch it out. And it's like, listen, this is yeah. a good story. It's interesting. But this doesn't need to be six episodes. Yeah. But you're trying, you just, and I'm like, man, we have been over this again. And and then you add some new information. So you yeah. keep me going. A lot of this stuff could be condensed and better. Oh, I'm over Black Friday. Are you? I'm over it. All right. Listen to me. We're digital now. We're grown people. Why are other grown people camping out? I was going to the mall because my barbershop happened to be in the mall. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are these tents doing over here on the ground? <laughs> these people are camping out. This is when you prepare for Black Friday. <laughs> and I'm like, did these people sit at home and say, you know what? I need to get a tent, a heater. That's bonkers to me. I need to get a charger all to get this TV $90 less. Did you see that? That video went viral. Someone was at Target, yeah. and they were pulling back, like, the placards, like, Black Friday special, and they pull it back, and the regular, they put that the regular placard behind it, same price. It was the same price. What are you doing? All right, what are you doing? I can sell water to a whale, but Black Friday does it well. Like, I'm going to tell you what they do. They tell you today is a day of commerce. Them days of commerce, I can't be there. And Christmas is a day of commerce, all right? You can only show me that you love me on Christmas by buying me a gift, mm -hmm. all right? Well, I'm one of them people, I really do challenge that old saying, it's the thought that counts. Because if it's the thought that counts. That's why you buy those gift cards. That's why I buy gift cards with no money on them, all right? Because I thought of you. Mm -hmm. Do you know how I feel walking into a Louis Vuitton store? And I got to ask them, when they say, all right, how much money you want on the card? I got to whisper like, yeah, $10. You know why? <laughs> Because that's what I put on the card for you. Huh? But did I think about you? You did. I did. So I, I, I put these theories to the test. I let other days of commerce force yeah. me to do things. Like your birthday. There's nothing said that somebody should buy you something because you were right. born that day. Your mama could have slipped and fell the day before. You would have been born the <laughs> day before. Oh, my birthday's coming up two days. And when we get older, we run from them, don't it? I'm turning 50, Smoot. You look good for 50, Jinx. Appreciate Jinks. you. You Appreciate look good you. for, you look like Ooh. a new pair of shoes right now. <laughs> 50 doing you well, Jinx. Thanks, man. And that's a good thing. Uh. But you said it like you kind of like, you're scared of it. No, I mean, the thing is, it's like the, it's the paradox between the mental and the physical. Like, mentally, 
I'm in my 20s. Yeah. But then your body hurts a little bit. You look in the mirror and you're like, ah, I need a little work here. That's why they say we get better as we get older mentally. That's why they say if you can put an old man's mind in a young man's body, that's a dangerous combination right there. But I can only wish I would look good as you at 50, You're a good man. But guess what? I'll be headed over the hill soon. I'm six years away from 50. Oh, you got plenty of time. Plus, you look young too. Hey, I got Benjamin Button disease, third degree. I'm going to be a baby in like 10 years. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Since I was talking about Netflix, and yeah. I know you always watch this stuff I too. watch everything. Did you watch Squid Game? You know what? I did watch Squid Game. Now they have Squid Game. The, the real cha- game. The challenge. The, I've yes. been watching that. Yes. How's it going? I haven't watched it. I'm like two or three episodes in. It's pretty good, but I was thinking last night, I was like, you, yeah, bro, because you're diabolical. Yes, I am. And you have to be friendly, but... You're friendly on the outside. I'm more like plan- Deadpool, Fretpool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> would you? I feel like you would do that, and no, you would do well. No, I would do it. I'm, I'm good. On, first of all, I'm good under pressure. Yeah. Good under the camera. Athletic. And athletic and intelligent. That's what you need for those things. Like I got what it takes. <laughs> Guys, you gotta feel the power of the CRV. Hybrid and Accord Hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. Or experience the absolutely thrilling performance of the fun-to-drive Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power performance and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And breaking news, Commanders fans, it is official. SeatGeek, our incredible sponsor, now the official ticketing partner of the Commanders. The deal's finalized. They're a member of the fam now. They're fam. Yep. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it. Whether you're buying or selling Commanders tickets or really for any event in the DMV. Anywhere in the universe. You go to Mm SeatGeek. It is the new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. So Commanders fans can fan. Got me a seat on the moon for a concert. (laughs) How about some actual... Good old-fashioned NFL football. Uh, why not, man? You know what? Because we rarely talk sports. I <laughs> we got a bye week for the Commanders. Yeah. And this week's matchups, I mean, it is backup quarterback central. We got Bailey Zappi taking on Mitchell Trubisky. Mm. C.J. Beathard taking – Joe Flacco is still in the Joe league. Joe Flacco Verde. He's still – Yes. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, Jake yeah. Browning, Baker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter – what does this say about how important it is in the NFL to have a solid backup? It's more important oh, now. Man. It shows you that because they didn't took all the physicality out the game, mm-hmm. when they actually do get hit, they get broken pieces. That's the one thing I can say about Brett Favre. That's one thing I can say about the older quarterback. Mm-hmm. They was callous. They have been getting hit, hit, Is hit, that what it hit. is? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Like, you grow callous to things, but if it never happens to you anymore, yeah. what happens when you do get hit? And now we're seeing half of the league mm-hmm. has backup dirty old men starting that quarterback. <laughs> so that's the thing about it. So now you only can stay on that championship path with a guaranteed backup quarterback. Like, these ain't the days when uh, Joe Montana was getting backed up by Steve Young. Like, that showed you you yeah. still had to have two deep there. That's why most – Teams with quarterback, they still keep drafting quarterback because mm-hmm. you still got to have that backup dude. But I think this year has shown them backup. When it comes to quarterback, it ain't about thirty-two; it's about at least about seventy. Mm-hmm. You need seventy good men. But here go the bad news, Jinx: eight billion people on this planet. We've never had thirty-two good quarterbacks in one year ever. Never will. Do you know how that numbers? Eight billion, thirty-two. We can't find 32 yeah. dudes that can be good 
at the same time, being mean, good is hard. Mean every team in this meaning every team in the league is eight and eight at the end of the season. Yeah, if all thir- our thirty two teams got good mm-hmm. quarterbacks, never happened before, never will. Is this bad for the league? No, it's not because it's good for the guys, the C.J. Beathards of the world. Mm-hmm. It's good for the Joshua Dobbs of the world. It's good for them to build the star power. I love the story of the astronaut, uh, the, the quarterback snot, whatever they call mm-hmm. it. I just understand that the stories have to be blossom. Like, at one point, they had to blossom. Yeah. Like, well, one thing about Browning is he knew he was going to get a chance to play because Joe Burrow gets hurt at least every year and a half. And he was lights out on Monday. Yeah, and then Trevor Lawrence get hurt. Like, so anything can happen in a physical sport. Like, that's why they say we only good as the the, the thirty or the 53rd man on the roster. Well, we might need to change that to we only good as the 70 mm-hmm. man in the roster because a lot of people are hurt right now, and a lot of guys are filling in. Five week time. How much is it? How, how imperative is it to get a break just to heal your body in the NFL? I, I've always been fascinated by by what you guys yeah. are willing to put up with. Yeah, because you're never 100 percent healthy. Yeah, no, no. From the first day of right, training camp, right. you're never 100. You're always hurt. Now, whether you're injured is different. I mean, yeah, you know that. Yeah, and so I'm always fascinated by trying to take care of your body and how much you're willing to absorb. So having a few weeks or a few days off, a week off, is yeah. massive. Yeah, but the thing about it is it's a mental replug, too. Because mm-hmm. if the season going good, you really don't want to lose that momentum. Mm-hmm. So you got one circumstance where you don't want your bye week. Mm-hmm. Then if you're really if you losing, you're like, I just need to get away, man, and rethink everything for myself. Yeah. So get away from the crowd noise, the media, everybody <laughs> like just down here. So and then if you like like we are so late in the season, I just don't agree. It's strange. We're getting a bye week in December. It's almost St. Nicholas time. I and you and I'm just getting my first break. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Like if we was in the midst of a playoff run, People say, oh, this is in a good spot. No, because now we just hitting our groove. Yeah. We don't want to stop. That's why a lot of times in the playoff, the team that get to buy, most of the time loses. Yep. Because the other team just played last week, and they keep going. We see it in baseball all the time. Like, them teams do not be wanting them You're breaking in baseball. No, it's not good. You're going to lose. Yeah. Like, so it's one of them things. Do you want to keep on the treadmill? Mm-hmm. Because it's the holiday. Right. I do you want to get off the treadmill? So, and then me, myself, I like to go fishing. I go around family. I like normalcy. Yeah. Because there's nothing normal about being an NFL athlete. So I would escape and go to Mississippi. Ain't nobody in Mississippi. I can fish all I want to, chill with my family, Mm -hmm. get noise, talk to me. (laughs) That's normalcy is what you chase. Yeah. We we probably we're trying to go back to something slower. Yeah. Are you just trying to get away from anything football because you're so surrounded by I'm just trying to get away from all the Michael Jenkins of the world at that time. (laughs) And you just wanna whatever makes you comfortable in your bubble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you want to chase that. Maybe it's your kids and you want to finally take them on a trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something to, to help you unplug. Don't talk to me about football. Right. This week, don't do not. Like, that's why when people walk up to you at the grocery store, what happened, Fred? What you mean what happened? I got burnt by Terrell Owen. <laughs> uh, you saw it when I saw it. Well, we are in the vegetable section. Yes, let me get these vegetables. <laughs> so, it wasn't saying like, so you had to get away from it, so you had to leave from where you live at. I hate when people do that now. This is a different level, but when I was when I was anchoring back in the day, yeah, at NBC Sports Washington, we worked together plenty of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And I would I was doing a show, and I'd make a mistake, mispronounce something, and after the show, my director yeah. on my team would come out and be like, "Hey, it uh, looks like you had a problem there on that intro." I'm like, mm. "I know, 
Dude, I, I did it. That was no, me. That's what I tell I people. Know. And then what do you want me to answer you when you say what, right. what happened? You seen what happened. Right. I, what, am I supposed to re-report the news? <laughs> what, you want me to give you some inside stock tips? <laughs> yeah, don't bet on me against this dude. I ain't got a chance. <laughs> but I thought I had a chance before the game started. Right. All right. He just was the better man today. Right. And then you'll be shocked. It'd be like a, a little old lady, like 85 years old. I'm ashamed of you. I'm like, what's going on? And that's why you get on the friendly skies and you fly away. When I was in my first TV job, yeah. we were so bad. Yeah. Worst station in the country, yeah. no doubt. We were ABC, NBC, Fox. Imagine that. Yeah. A tri-affiliate. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. And we were an hour north of Dallas, and so we broadcast all the Cowboys games. So people in Texas I always tune always, in. Right. But we were so bad. And then one Sunday... We screwed up the transmission. People couldn't get the game. So people start calling, leaving voicemails, right? Losing. Just crushing us. And it was like it was just one, everyone cursing. Sound, Losers. But it, but it, oh, just crushing. <laughs> you guys suck. You've always sucked. <laughs> but then at the, the very end, because we were K-10. We were K-10 yeah. TV. After, yeah. I mean, it was poetic You justice. were basically Ron Burgundy. Oh, we were terrible. And yeah. After all this, we've been listening to minutes of people cursing us out. The last message yeah. is it's kind of dead quiet, and it's an old woman's voice. Yeah. And she goes... Come on, K-10. We're behind you. <laughs> Don't that make you feel and good? I was like, oh, we got one. She's trying. We, you know. And listen, that's why I love the sound, because it's always going to be somebody like, it ain't really as bad as you think it is. Come on, bless your heart. Yeah, bless your heart. <laughs> that's, that's what she was saying. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You know how it is. <laughs> that's it for us. Yes. The Get Loud Podcast, Jinx and Smoot, presented by C. What are you going to do on, on the bye week? Uh, you got a bye week. Well, you know what? Nothing. I'm going to sit back and be normal. I told you, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit back and be normal. Come back with a new cave story. Yes, I am. Maybe a new haircut or something. Oh, all right. Never know. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.